You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right, the wait is over and our self-imposed Lions ban has come to an end and it's time for us to indulge ourselves really. And this week is all about us picking our British and Irish Lions forwards. So uh, over the next uh, 40 minutes or so, expect to hear plenty of chat about good tourers, uh, experience, midweek dirt trackers, those kind of things. Uh, But hopefully you'll enjoy it and welcome to this week's Attack and Scrum podcast. Right then, welcome to episode 27 of the Attacking Scrum podcast. This week it is a front and up special where we have a look at the British and Irish Lions. And in particular, it is fronting up in its truest form, Dan, isn't it? Because we're going to have a look at the forwards tonight. Yeah, can't wait for this one. Yeah, I know. I, I, we've been quite good in abstaining thus far. It's fast approaching, isn't it? It is, yeah. We've managed to stay away for quite some time. I know. I, I thought when we started doing this, like every other mention would be Lions, yeah, this, Lions, yeah, that. Oh, is he a bolter? All those kind of traditional Lions cliches, but uh, this is kind of the time to this is it to let it all out now. Really, you're excited, aren't you? I'm very excited. Yeah, and there's a, there's quite a few people who wanted to join us tonight, and so I'm surprised it's it's only us. And kind of fate has has stopped uh, Ollie, who's been on before. This is his territory. There's two things he loves: it's the Lions in the front row. So he's um he's gutted. He's in Thailand at the moment. Yeah, a lot of people on foreign shores. Yeah, well, that's it. We know how far reaching the. Uh, the listenership of the attacking scrum is no commitment, is it? Well, yeah. So well, that's it. You know, if you want to go off sunning yourself in Thailand rather than chatting to the uh, chatting about the various scrummaging attributes of one prop or the other, then you know you're going to miss out. Exactly. And they honestly, miss I, out. honestly, I think Ollie's livid about it. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, it's raining over here as well. So uh, it's good <laughs> to know we got one over, yeah. got one over on someone. Right. So the auditions are over. Uh, the European Cup um, quarterfinals, which Gatland was kind of taking into consideration and with that kind of put to one side Six Nations obviously done and dusted Dan and I this evening will be playing the roles of uh, Telfer and McGeekin I think it's pretty obvious who's who in that um, in that department Gatland yeah. Gatland and Hayley again I think it's pretty obvious who's who in that department definitely Gatland and, me yeah and I'm definitely Gatland <laughs> so, uh, so yeah I think we, um, we crack straight on and have a look at the forwards the one thing that's worth remembering that this is our side, so it's not necessarily about what who we think will tour. It's very much about who, if we were in charge, would be would be making the plane. And for once, Dan and I are, are doing this together, so putting aside uh, putting aside any differences for this one. Uh, was this hard to do, Dan? Trying to trying to get together your notes and shortlist for this. It was very. I found it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, there's just so many quality players out there, mm. aren't you? And one of the uh, one of the most difficult things I found was trying to sort of work out what style of play, how we were gonna, how we were gonna try and go about beating them. Well, this um, is it, isn't it? We often say we're sat here like a pair of dreamers, just thinking, okay, we're going to have a, a load of attacking players in here, etc. But it's quite important that you know you try and apply a level of 
reality to it and, and figure out what kind of game plan you're going to go for. So, you know, we've seen it in the past with the Lions. 2009, uh, McGee can selected a very big, intimidating big. forward pack and the yeah. test side. Power game. Yeah, you know, to take the South Africans on up front and their own kind of thing, you know, and you think back to kind of Martin Williams was in very good form at that point, mm-hmm. but, you know, he never really looked like he was going to make the the test side because they wanted a big kind of David Wallace style uh, well Bruises. David Wallace in fact yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah they wanted a big, David you know, big Wallace <laughs> a David Wallace style <laughs> yeah, player yeah particularly David, David Wallace, Wallace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah there's, there's that kind of you know the power game you said off air there's whether you consider trying to outscore New Zealand do you try and beat him at the breakdown do you want mobility do you look to play a kicking game so I suppose that's the first thing we want to kind of settle on really yeah <laughs> Settle on that's not going to be easy, is it? It's not. Is where, it? where do you think? How on earth are we going to beat uh, beat these beat these boys? I think you have to show a sense of ambition. The kicking game that served us well in Australia four years ago, it's not going to it's not going to do the job. You're not going to win these games nine six. You have to keep things tight defensively, of course, because New Zealand are going to punish you at any given opportunity. But I think you have to be ambitious. What about on the kicking game? Not not sort of kicking, you know penalties then mm. but actually you know um, you know putting the ball up in the air putting it beyond them putting it into touch that type of you don't see too many teams that uh, that try and that try and beat them on that side of things no and I think the reason um, for that is one loose kick you have to be so so precise because one loose kick and they will punish you yeah yeah but it, it, is that an area that we could potentially you know, look at a few. I'm not, at, I'm not sure. It, I'm not sure it is. I think you're going to have to play incredibly intelligently. Every player on the pitch has got to has got to play the thing that we ask for so much and mm. play heads up rugby. But if we're looking at a, if we're going to go say with a a power game, mm. putting the ball into touch, using the likes of you know some of the de, you know some of the defensive line operators that we've got that, mm. we'll, that we'll move on to. Um, I wonder whether we actually try and you know. Dull, almost, almost dull down the uh, the tempo, yeah. Because we've got, we'll be on the backs next week, but we've got out and out chaps that can really finish things off when when there's when there's a sniff of a chance now. Okay. And I, I, I don't know. I can't remember a year. You know, I can't remember a time when we where we've had this much quality. Yeah. So um, we we, it's, it's going to be a balance, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I think it is, but I also think you're going to have to you're going to have to score tries to want to go all out to win this. I, I don't know about all out, but I think you're going to need flair in the backs. Be fifteen need... hoggies with you here. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you, you're going to need you're going to need really good all rounders. So yeah. people, you can't just pick someone solely on their scrummaging because you're going to need someone around the park who's an athlete as well. You're going to need real all round players in the pack here. Agreed. Yeah. So I think it's about versatility. That's what I think the the key to this is. You're going to need to be absolutely insanely good at the at the breakdown. I think you're going to need the six, seven, and eight who can all perform a function there. You know, slow the ball down, win you bonus turnovers, and someone who's going to give you front football. You're going to have to have everything in that back row and the balance of that back row. Be absolutely crucial. Likewise, the second row, you're going to need really good line out options in the back row and in the second row. And I think that could be, you know, that will make for some big calls too. And as we said up front, you're going to need a, a hooker who can hit the line out really, really dependently, someone who kind of dominates that. And you're going to need props who can do something in the loose and uh, and in the scrum. So it's it's no, uh, it's not an easy task. Is it? Superhuman performances from uh, from all then. It is right. Well, should we should we start with the loose heads? Yeah. So we've kind of compiled a bit of a shortlist. Just a few parameters before we get going. We're looking at a 37-man squad overall. So we've broken that into 21 forwards. Is that right? Or 22, is it? So we're going to take, we're going to take six props. Yeah. Three hookers. Yeah. Five second rows. Yeah. And seven back seven rows. Seven back row, yeah. Seven back row because we're going with probably two outside halves, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the thinking. Yeah. So again, kind of mirroring what? What Gatlin did last time round, which I'm I'm all right with. Um, when you break it down like that, and you, it seems like you've got quite a few options, isn't it? You yeah, can throw it's, and think, oh, it, how hard can it be? It soon and becomes. Then, uh, and then, then you come into difficulty very, very early on. It does. Uh, right. Okay. Let's start by having a look at the loose heads then. So I've made a short list here of Luke McGrath, Mako Vinopola, Rob Evans, Joe Marler, Kean Healy. 
Gethin Jenkins, Alan Jacobson. I think it's a good few old Gethin in there. Yeah, well, you know, the war. Another, but, another five years from him. <laughs> the experience things, you know, is a is a big part though. Yeah. You know, you're gonna need some players with experience and who've been there and done it. And God, Gethin was on the last tour to New Zealand and <laughs> and played what well, played in all the tests there, he didn't he? So, he wouldn't let us down. Wouldn't let he wouldn't. down. All right, out of those uh, players, there's one for me who is nailed on to tour instantly, and that's Marco Vinopola. There's two for me. All right, go on. Marco Vinopola and uh, McGrath. Okay, I, I would agree with both of those. Yeah. Again, I think Marco is a vastly improved, um, vastly improved scrummager. Luke McGrath has really kind of cemented himself as an international standard, knows what it's like to beat New Zealand. Which you know not a lot of people do, and I think that's gonna that's gonna put quite a few Irish faces in good contention, you know, for for being involved in a squad that uh, that beat New Zealand so recently. So yeah, I, I'd agree with both of them. They're both on the plane. Good start. Good start. Yeah, so far so good. Uh, should we mix this up with a with a couple of tight heads as well? Because you might want to have a look at players yeah. who could potentially do a job on. Yeah, see what we agree side. on, and then. Um, I mean, another one who's who's nailed on his furlong yeah, for me. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. He's he's, uh, he's one of the first on the team sheet, isn't he? Yeah, I think so too. See a step, uh, his step this weekend on yeah, proving, proving it's not uh, it's not all power. Yeah, game. dancing feet. It was a joy to watch, wasn't it? It was. I, I think he's been absolutely phenomenal. I, I would I would say he's a world class yeah, tight big head man as well. Big yeah. farming stock, isn't he? And again, I like that. Natural I like stuff. that in a tourist. Yeah. yeah, someone who's used to lugging around bales of hay and livestock and and things like that. Yeah. I think that bodes well. Band the gym, in New Zealand. Yeah, band the gym. I look, so I like that proper natural strength. So he goes for me. After this, tight head's a bit of a struggle. I a bolter for me is uh, Carl Sinclair. Oh, it's been uh, we've we've had the the bolter word. Okay. Like this, well, a is lot, he a bolt? I, I don't know whether he is a bolter. I don't know if he, he, I don't know if you call him a bolter. You know, I think he's, yeah. I think he's impressed in international rugby so far. He started his life out didn't he at uh, Battersea Ironside. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so he played a lot of rugby yeah. in, in South London. Hard and chat. At Quinns now. I think they think um, the people who've coached him over the years have struggled a little bit with his aggression. Is that right? Which is, you know, they just have to channel that in the right way. But uh, from what I've uh, what I've read, he. He can do things that a lot of props can't do. Um, so he offers something very different. And he's fantastic in the loose, isn't yeah. he? Hits people very, very hard. He does. I mean, one of the hardest hitters that, that I've I've seen. And if you're looking at players coming off the bench to, to cause an impact, he's done that really yeah. well. Again, we're talking about cliches, but Eddie Jones is used to the word finishers. He is a finisher for me. I think he's made a big difference to England off the and, bench. And the New Zealanders don't know what to expect with him. Mm. You know, I think so. That is that is quite important, isn't it? And um, so was that that game against us where he he won the yeah. turnover right at the end. Well, that shot to, that to finish the finish the game. His charge down, charged down. narrowed the angle or did it, but he was there, wasn't he? He was mm. in the mix. Um, Roundtree as well knows him very very well. Works with him, you know, day in day out. Yeah, that probably play a factor. I know he's a big a big supporter of his. Adam Jones tipped him, didn't he? You're not, he did. You're not going to get a better, you know. Knows uh, a thing or two about scrummaging. Yeah, so. Um, I really like the sound of him, and uh, I'd like to see him go. I will more than happily take Sinclair. Brilliant. So that's no, that's place number four on the team. Right, this is where it starts to get a bit tricky. We've got a few props, and then only a couple of places left. So how are we doing this? You know, there's a, there's, a, there's quite a few names to to put into this. You know, I mean, that Samson Lee's kind of flattered to deceive for me this year. It's just not been his best year, I don't no, think. He's uh, he's off song, isn't he? I think so. I mean, likewise, Tom Francis. I'm. If we're talking about playing an all round game, you know, the guy doesn't offer enough in the loose. He, he doesn't, and I don't think his scrummaging is. You know, referees will ref him one of two ways. It can be a bit of a lottery with him at tight head. So, well, we don't know what he's going to do. Does he? He's no. very, very hot and cold. Uh, the Scots, you know, Ferguson's a a good. Um, Prospect, but he's nowhere near ready for this tour. No, he's two years young, isn't he? He needs, uh, needs more test experience. To I don't think Nell's going to be fit, so I've kind of no, that's a shame, isn't it? That's a shame. Yeah, it is. You know, if we're resorting to picking South Africans, um, but I'm going to kind of write him off. And, and the thing is, I'm just not a massive Dan Cole fan. No, but you, you kind of, 
you kind of move towards him, don't you? I think when I, you're looking at the, the names there. Yeah. So um, for me, if you're going to take another tight head, it's between Dan Cole and uh, John Ryan. John Ryan, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's uh, probably one that John Ryan it is then. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one that you wouldn't have imagined at the start of um, at the start of the year. But I had this. Um, there is a, there's a guy I met the other week, Irish Irish lad called Seb, who runs a runs a pub in <coughs> Elephant and Castle, like football themed pubs, really cool actually. And I went there watching to watch the the Wales Island football game the other week, yeah. And got chatting to him, and uh, he's a big big advocate of John Ryan. In fact, he texted me uh, he texted me yesterday to say uh, again he's another one. He said oh, they're annoying. I'm not around because uh, I have a, I have a strong argument that no one else agrees with as to why John Ryan would be on the tour. Brilliant. Well, he's on my list here. Is he? He is, yeah. He went well last weekend, didn't he? Man of the match. He did. Performance against my, my Toulouse. Prob- my problem is, you know, I, I think just taking it to that top level, which you're going to need, I think Furlong has done it. He's proven it. He's the best the best tight head. I think Sinclair has that in him. Ryan's a bit older, a bit wilier. I could see him doing a job midweek, but I think if you get an injury, you're going to need someone to come off the bench in the test. And for me, I think Cole gets the nod. Yeah. Although, although I don't, you know, I think he gives away too many penalties. It would have to be between if we're going to go Ryan, it'd either be Ryan or Sinclair, wouldn't it? Yes. You'd you'd have Cole in there just because he's been there. So Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so far, no uh, no Welshman in the in the props. Will that change if you if you're taking some loose head cover? So really, it's between Rob Evans, Joe Marler, Keen Healy, Gethin. I mean, I don't think Alan Jacobson will be fit. He's a player I quite like. Um, yeah, I. Who goes for you there? It's uh, Marler for me. I think it has to be. Again, you know, I, I, it's, it's tough actually. I think that's a fifty-fifty call between Rob Evans and and Marler, but it is. It, yeah, it is a little bit tough on Rob Evans. I think he's. He, I think we mentioned last week that he's probably going to come very, very close, but mm. he'll just miss out. Will he then get a? Will he then get the nod from being over, you know, over on tour with Wales and being close to uh, close to the action? Maybe I will do. Yeah, you, you might well be right. I, I kind of asked um, asked some of our Twitter followers earlier on today for um, for a few thoughts too. So um, Hayden Davies, who's a you know kind of. Um, Big, uh, big Scarlets fan. Just have a look at his his front row. He's got. I mean, he's gone for Rob Evans. I don't know if that's the old Scarlet tinted glasses there. It is a really, really tough call that one. Yeah, it is. It's, it's... Yeah, you, you could almost probably toss a coin on that, couldn't you? But mm. um, I think Marla probably just about edges it. All right, as it stands at the moment. Well, you. And I are probably just, not front row experts, but I, you know I think all right, we'll, we'll edge towards Marler on this one, and just go with it. I think just because they're part of a you know a stronger front row, generally we'll probably just about give him the the nod. Hooker, this is an interesting one. Hooker, yeah. anyone nailed on for you as a hooker? Uh, Jamie George, nailed on. Yeah. Okay. Nailed on. Uh, so again, this is nailed on. Someone you definitely want to take. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's a really really good player. It's interesting that that is your first choice. Yeah, very he's, interesting. He would start for me. Okay, he start for you, would he? I, I don't think he's, I don't think he'd be my starting hooker. Wouldn't he? No. Yeah. I'd like I mean, this is a really really hard position for me. He's big. He's great around the park. He is someone else who's big and great around the park. that has been in great form. Your boyfriend Richard Hibbard has been. In exceptionally yeah. good form recently. I, he's, look, he's, like, he's, he's, trimmed, he's trimmed down. He has, yeah. It, um, I've always thought he looked like a number eight playing at second row, like his entire career. He looks like a he looks like a flanker now. Yeah, he, he yeah. really trimmed down. He's still got a great head of hair. Um, <laughs> I take him as a as a. He used to be a prop, didn't he? He's, um, he's a good scrummaging he's a hooker, real scrummaging hooker, hard man. You can imagine him, good tourist, plenty of experience. Um, I mean, he won't go because I don't think there there must have been something between him and Gatland. But for our fantasy a, tour, I think they had a disagreement. Yeah. Didn't they? But one of uh, a good friend of mine um, that uh, that played for Wales in the younger age groups came up against Hibbard um, at the younger, mm. and he just said he was one of the hardest players he ever yeah. played against, even at a young age. Just such a ferocious scrummager. And um, you didn't know you were looking over your shoulder the whole time. Yeah. You didn't know where he was coming from, flying in. So, um, all right, I'd love to see him there. 
George is a very different player, actually, isn't he? He's, you know, he's kind of um, he's a bit yeah. smaller, a bit more mobile, um, gets around the park very well, but in a different kind of way. I think he's almost like a bit of a... Um, he pops up in the right place. Yeah, there's a fair bit going on upstairs with him, isn't I there? I think in terms so. Of his angles. Um, he he doesn't make sort of he, he doesn't make every single breakdown, does he? Sometimes he'll hang out. He's quite a he's quite a thinker, quite a smart yeah. quite a smart player, and I think that's what's needed over there. All right, okay. So other other candidates we've got yeah. Roy Best. Yeah, He's, I, the thing I struggle with Roy Best, I can't get his two his 2013 yeah, he, performance he was, out of my head oh, he because woeful, he was wasn't he? garbage. You felt sorry for him, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, you know he, he just was. could not hit a man yeah. in the line out. Yeah, great guy though, isn't he? Great tourist, I can imagine. Well, we often you know, we talk um, about leadership. Again, this is a guy who's kind of made the island captaincy his own now, captain Dolster for a number of years. He certainly got a chance for me. Yeah, he's hard to sort of move away from. Um, when you get that balance between um, probably a little bit of youth in there, an older head, um, and just that that glue and bind that's so important for mm-hmm. a for a touring party. Yeah. Ken Owens had a good Six Nations. Ken Owens, yeah, I'd uh, he'd, he'd have a tick. Okay, all right. So then after that, just to, to round up a few, we haven't mentioned Hartley yet. He doesn't. He's not off. He's not offering enough. Um, I don't see how you can pick someone who is, is struggling that much for form and yeah. you know is playing what fifty minutes tops even, in every international. He can't make his club team. Yeah. Um, the only way you take him was for his leadership, I suppose. But yeah. um, there's enough leaders in, in 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 that you know in our line squad. Yeah, so I mean that's just something to be very wary of, isn't it? Uh, of of that kind of leadership. So I mean, for me. Out of these, out of the, again, the kind of vulnerable mention for the for the Scots here, because again, we haven't got um, the Scots didn't get a look in when we were looking at tight uh, at tight head and loose head. Ross Ford, Fraser Brown, either of those particularly take your fancy? Yeah, Fraser Brown. I thought Fraser Brown went well in the early the early part of the Six Nations, mm. didn't he? And then he just he just lost his of, head against England. He lost his head, yeah, and he dropped off, and he hasn't been really mentioned since, has he? But at the beginning, there was there was quite a few pundits tipping him. Um, Ross Ford been there hasn't he done it um, but he's, he hasn't toured has he Ross Ford with the Lions yeah yeah he's toured did yeah. he yeah you sure I'm, I'm almost certain yeah small yeah. wager on that yeah alright what are you saying two pound oh god ten pound <sighs> ten pounds alright fine we'll find that one out now you've had a good week haven't you I will do if this comes in um, um, yeah um, but he won't he won't make it will he um, who else have we got down there that's that's pretty that's much it. Yeah. Unless you look at Scott Baldwin. Yeah, well, um, Gatlin's a big fan, isn't he, of Baldwin, the Bajan boy, skater boy. Um, <laughs> who are we oh, gonna? God, he has played for the Lions. Yeah, I did not. I do not remember that at all. Let me take it back to two pound fifty. Oh, no, bet's a bet, mate. I'll um, I'll cough up on I that. You have my T-shirt on there. The uh, the spotted. Uh, no, the sticky. In fact, look, I'm even going to make sure that. You get your money now, that Sound of £10 notes. Hand it over there. Not happy about that. Um, oh, I've let myself down. Right, anyway, let's get these three hookers on the plane. Who goes? Owens. Okay. George. Yeah. And... Oh, I really want to say here, Bard. Do you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking here by George Best, not George Best. I mean, no, he's, <laughs> he's, coming, he's probably had his chance back. now. And yeah, good tourist. Though. They wouldn't know what to expect with him. <laughs> Great tourist. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, he'd be a phenomenal tourist. Yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant. Um, hang on, I've lot you've thrown. We, so I'm going, so I'm, go, I'm going for Jamie George, yeah. Rory Best, and Richard Hibbard would be my three picks. And Ken Owens, unfortunately, misses out. Ken misses out. Hmm. Oh God! I just um, think that experience that Hibbard's got. I mean, again, you know, it's largely irrelevant because when when Gatland picks a side, he won't be in it. But if this was me, I, I would take advantage of that opportunity to yeah. pick Hibbard. I just think Ken played so well throughout the six throughout the Six Nations. All right. Um, so what are we saying Hibbs misses out. Yeah, or, or best misses out. Unfortunately, Hibbard's probably going to miss out, but I would All love right. him to go. Okay, Rory Best, Rory Best, Jamie George. Yeah. The sheriff. And Ken Owens. Okay. 
We've got a we've got a singer in there then, haven't we? He's got a good voice as Owens. Does he? I think so. Yeah. You seem to know about everyone's um, singing ability. Yeah, I think he's all right too. Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah, again, another another that. box ticked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, second row then. Jeez. Oh. How on earth do we pick? Now, I've gone for five. We'll do a show, show on this in itself. Yeah, I've gone for five because I think there is... I think there'll be you know someone in there who could cover back row yeah. as well. Okay. Right. Where do we even begin? Should we run, th- we'll run through them all? All right, go on. Alan Wynne-Jones? Yeah. I mean, his stock has gone backwards for me. I'm a big fan. I thought he had a really quite average Six Nations... In a poor Welsh side, he's scuppered his captaincy chances. Yeah, his captaincy wasn't wasn't great, but he did have some big, big performances. Um, now that he's injured as well, yeah, that'll probably go in his favour. That he'll just rest up and he'll come yeah. in. I, I think he'll be fit. And I, and I, he's a big I, game player. He definitely goes for me. Okay, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I, I yeah. would have him as well. But I think it's worth kind of examining just to show this, to demonstrate the strength in depth here. We've also got Maratoji. Courtney Laws, Joe Launchbury, George Cruz, Johnny Gray, Richie Gray, Luke Charteris has got a very um, different skill. skill. Yeah, very different skill set. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, the octopus, Ian Henderson. Yeah, good option. He's coming Play back, back row as well. Coming back into form. Donica Ryan's played very well at the at the weekend. I, I think like he's him. been in good form. And uh, Devon Toner for a bit of war dog, six foot ten. I don't know why I laugh at Devon Toner. Just, yeah, he's just so awkward gonna, looking, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he's. Um, he is, yeah, but he plays well, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he does. I, you know, I think he's going to have to play bloody well to get close to, to this tour. But all right, we're saying we're taking five of these players. I think we do concur on Alan Wynne-Jones because he will be a, a captaincy option, whether it be midweek, whether it be if someone gets injured, whether Sam goes off or whatever. Um, so yeah, Alan Wynne-Jones will go for me. Out of the rest of them, bloody hell. So I mean, if we're, t- if we're taking Alan Wynne-Jones... You've then immediately got to look at really strong line-out options because I don't think that's the strongest area of his game. Yeah, yeah, totally agreed. So, Itodja, Itodja, Toshi, Toji, Itodja. Right, okay, that's a new one. I think Murph would be proud of that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I think I think Itodja goes because the um, the Kiwis and the stop laughing, man. Uh, the Kiwis and are not going to want to. He's such a massive. Yeah. <laughs> be careful what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's such a, a massive beast of an athlete that he'll cause trouble, and they, they just won't like dealing with him. They will have to have a game plan if uh, if Atoji's out there. So I think he has to go. He's been yeah yeah he's been found out a little bit though, isn't he? I mean everyone's been. I don't think he's been found. You know, I think you can, you can worshiping him. him. Yeah, and I don't know. I I just find him a little bit frustrating, and probably I I shouldn't do, but. He's a, he's a he's a good athlete, isn't he? And I'm sure he'll be there. But he just winds me up a bit. Really? Yeah, I think he's, he's a really good athlete. I I think it hasn't helped England picking him at six. I, I really do not think he's a no, six. That doesn't work at all. I'm happy with him doing six in a midweek game against you know Otago or whatever. Get a bit of game time out there. But um, I wouldn't be considering anywhere near the Test team as a as a back row player. But I, I do think he goes. I think he's such a. He's rated in the in, in the scrum, isn't he? Yeah. Um, with his weight and obviously in, in pushing from behind. So yeah, well again, he packed down in the yeah. uh, in the row, didn't he? Yeah, he did. when he had six on his back. So I mean, I personally, I think he goes. I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, he goes. Yeah. Joe Launchbury, I thought was brilliant in the situations. Yeah, Launchbury, he's got to be going. Oh, you keep saying got to be going. I mean, we're running out of places here, but just have a look at some of these other names. Great brothers at the start of the year, you were thinking, okay, they're kind of pretty integral to to the the new Scotland. I certainly don't think both of them go now. No, I'm with you. One, one will go. Mm. I, th- I think Johnny. I think Johnny is the, the stronger out of the two. Johnny um, Gray, it, it is a close call though, isn't it? They 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 could potentially both miss out. But yeah, they, they could. won't because you do need a well, for one, you need a balance of you've got to have you've got to have some Scots. I mean, you've got to have well, some, well, do you? I mean, it should I, be a meritocracy. It should be. Um, I think it'd be you, a crying shame. You do need a you, you need a mix, though, don't you? As well, I think so. There, there always has been, um, and I think it'd be it'd be silly not to have that. 
So we're going with. I, I think jo- I think Johnny Gray and Launchbury both go for me. I would say, I, I think Launchbury will not let you down out there. You'd be you'd be happy with him. Launchbury, I I definitely go with. Okay, well let's get Launchbury on the plane for yeah. now. So we, so we Courtney got Laws. Jones, it, it, it's Ochi. And people see people seem to think Laws had a, a fantastic Six Nations. I thought he was good, but yeah, I didn't see it personally. I'm not that. I, I'm not bought into it to be honest. No, I think I he's a good player, but um, I certainly wouldn't have him. No, I top of the list for me. I didn't see. I pref- I prefer Cruz. Mm. Um, and again, he's been rested, isn't he? I've mentioned this a few times tonight, but I do think we need some players that have had a breather, mm. even though they even though they they come back from injuries, they just rested the body. And if you're talking about line-out options, Cruz is pretty oh. much the yeah what an operator. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, has a very good partnership with Atoji. No, yeah, knows him well. Knows him well as club and country. <sighs> This is getting tough, then, isn't it? All right, so we're saying Laws misses out. We're saying Richie Gray misses out. Yeah, I think we, we can cross them off, so we can. Yeah, we can write off Tana. We can write off. Goodbye, Devon. Richie Gray. We can write off Courtney Laws. Yeah. I think you have to write off charts as well. To be honest, I don't think he's played enough rugby to warrant being on there. As, as brilliant a player as he is, and as much as I like him, and he's a line-out option, and he, he does stop the rolling more. I think he's just going to miss out for not having yeah. played enough rugby. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? But yeah. Can't argue with that. Do you know, and it's not just about not playing that rugby. I, just, I don't think he's hit the same heights coming back as, he, as he did a year ago. Yeah, it'd be unfair on some of these other boys, wouldn't it? Uh, Donica Ryan, I think, is an honourable mention, but I think he's he's likely to miss out. Yeah, agreed. So then that leaves one of... Is this one or two? two so yeah, two of Cruz, Johnny Gray, Ian Henderson. We in agreement on Cruz? If he's fit, yeah. If he's fully fit and he's looking fully likely, up to, will be, isn't it? Yeah, and there's no concerns over his injury, and he's had enough rugby under his belt. Then, all right, I'm happy to go with him. Yeah, three English second rows, bloody hell. Um, and then what? We're saying Johnny Gray goes. It's got to be Johnny Gray, isn't it? I mean, he will get through a serious amount of tackles and work rate, massive work rate midweek. Yeah, and then you know. If there's an injury, you never know. That's the prop. That's the thing, though, isn't it? If there's an injury and he has to step up, and he, and he I think if anyone is, in that, is he, is he up if to anyone it? in that Probably Scottish is. pack is up to playing Test level for the Lions, it would be him. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy to go with Johnny Gray on that. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, he's in. Right, blimey! Just when you thought it was getting easier, <sighs> start to look at the back row. Right, balance here is the absolute. It's the absolute key, isn't it? Yeah, something that uh, arguably the English don't have the balance right, do they? And the Irish don't either. Well, they do when they have a certain man playing. Well, yeah, I mean, we're talking, we're talking about Pierre Omani here, and he has made a massive difference to Ireland and Munster when he's back. And I've been so impressed with him. I've always I've not liked him because, you know, when he's playing for Ireland, you think, oh, God, he's such a bastard. Yeah, you don't, you don't want him play, this do is the you? one time, the one time every four years you get to to pick those players that you that you ordinarily don't like to, to see having good games and he is an absolute monster yeah true dog isn't he great leader and uh, arguably the best um, defensive line operator uh-huh. out there and I I, I uh, saw um, a nice little touch he had on the weekend um, basically uh, one of the uh, maestri was Maestri was obviously blowing he had his hands mm. on the top of his head and um, he was facing facing his players and you could see Omani come over and Omani was uh, was was pointing toward his players saying look you know he's he's obviously absolutely, he's obviously absolutely shattered mm. just, there's little there's little margins isn't he that he picked up on whether or not he was shattered or not it doesn't matter doesn't it it just gave them a lift they called a scrum and it went on from there and he's He's a streetwise player, isn't he? Is he? They're, street, he's, they're the yeah. kind of things he notices. A wind-up merchant as well. Yeah. A real niggler. You can imagine him sort of, you know, just 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 being some a really awkward chap to play against. For me, I think he is the absolute perfect six. He gets through loads of work. He's spiky as anything. He, he slows ball down. He's a great line-out option. He's great defensively at the line-out. And he might, he'll even pick you up a bonus turnover here or there. The only question is possibly his discipline. But I'm prepared to to take that risk, so he's on the plane for me. Yeah, he could be um, he could be a future Lions captain as well, couldn't he? Yeah, at 20, yeah. at 20, he's 27 years old. You think, you think that he's older than that? Yeah, so, I, he plays like a player who's older than that. Yeah, good good cork man. So yeah, 
Right. Tick with him. Tick with him. Sam Warburton, captain, yeah. starting seven. Money on him. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's no secret how big a fan of, of Warbs I am. You've just, just got to hope that he stays, stays, stays injury-free yeah, now, isn't it? it? That'd be terrible. It would. But, um, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a brilliant player. He's a proper out-and-out breakdown merchant. His work rate's incredible. His intensity, when he plays at his absolute highest, New Zealand... You know, he, like I've said it before, he will go toe to toe with New Zealand's best in the back row and, and everywhere else. So he's there's nailed no, on for there's me. No better seven, yeah. So again, all of a sudden you're down to you're down to five places, and let's just have a look at some of the other players vying for position in here. Tipperick, Hamish Watson, Sean O'Brien, Chris Robshaw, Haskell, Strauss, Ryan Wilson, Moriarty, He's Lipstander, Toby Falato, Billy Vanapola. John Barkley, you know, I think there's probably a few of those we can we can rule out. I suppose if we've got our sixes and seven, you know, our kind of favourite six and favourite seven, looking at even ahead to the test match side already, you probably want to have a look at who would be the most likely eight in that scenario. Yeah, who's your eight? Toby. Definitely. Yeah, I think he's coming into the weekend. Yeah, he's coming into form just at the right time. He's obviously suffered from injury, but I think he has the all-round game. Big fan of Billy Vanapola. I think he's improved massively. But I've always said that the thing is, you know, when it's a tough game and you need five yards just to help clear the line, that's when Toby wins it for you. And I think that's what years of playing for the Dragons has done for him, picking up the ball at the back of a collapsing scrum. Yeah. Or on back foot ball, you know, he's... Crucially for me, he's impressive, mighty impressive going forwards. Mm-hmm. He's also very, very impressive going backwards. Yeah. And it's no guarantee that we're going to be going forwards in these games. That's true. Uh, and I, I think the fact that Wales so, rushed him back shows how integral he is to their side, even though there's options. And people like Moriarty, who had impressed at eight, you know, the fact that they were so keen to get Toby back into the, into the red jersey speaks volumes. Yeah. I just hope for him as well on the injury side because he's never in his whole career he's never he's never had any injuries. He's not he? really. No. So you hope that this this isn't an injury that because he's, he's been had the same injury twice. This he's going to be reoccurring. Yeah. Um, but I mean, things, working on the basis that he's, he's fit as he seems yeah. to be, Toby goes. Yeah. Right then. So I, I think that's a really good balance because you've got Warhorse six. That's starting back row, isn't it? It is for me. That's mine. That's my, definitely my back row as well. Yeah. Cool. What else are we going to need? In the back row, then, because I suppose one thing you haven't necessarily got there is an explosive ball carrier. Toby's good and he'll make you yards, but he's probably not like a, you know, I think someone like Billy Vanapola adds a much bigger, yeah, you know, those kind of explosive breaking tackles and, and making big 10, 15 yard gains in one go. Well, that, yeah, the explosive player would be, would be Billy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Stander. Yeah. Um, Maybe Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty. Had another good game of the week. And O'Brien. And O'Brien, yeah, big, yeah. Big, big bursts. Um, so there's four There's four players there. And talking of versatility, I mean, the one thing that goes in O'Brien's favour is he wears seven on his back. I mean, to me, he is a, a six and an eight who does a bit of seven. I don't, I don't think he's an, I don't think he's a... O'Brien. A natural scavenging seven. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not a seven, is he? But he can, you know, I mean, he is the, he's the incumbent test seven, actually, if you look back at it. He's yeah. the, the last guy to pull on the seven jersey for the Lions. So, you know, you, you don't want to write off that experience. No, but against New Zealand, he, he could not do a job at seven, could he? I, I can't see him doing a job there. So. I don't think so. Effectively, anyway. All right, so you've mentioned Sam's injuries. If Sam does get injured, who is that understudy seven then? If you're saying it's not O'Brien. Well, it, the out-and-out seven there after him is, is Tipperick. Yeah. It's, it, they'll just be, sadly, there'll be question marks possibly over his size, but he answered... Do you agree with those? I don't actually. No, um, his line out. We haven't mentioned him. The line out. Yeah. There's a line out operator. He's absolutely brilliant. He, if he doesn't go, it'll be a very, very bad call. Mm. But you, part of you in the back of your mind thinks he could potentially miss out, couldn't he? I mean, because Gall- Gallen clearly rates him because he's in every, he's in virtually every squad, but he's never really had a run until recently. He's always the, he's always he's always there or thereabouts, isn't he? But if anyone's going to miss out, it tends to be him. Yeah, and that's with the Welsh team as well. Um, but I mean, I'd love to see him. But I think he's if you look at the other seven options, you've got Hamish Watson, who's a, a bright talent. Yeah, he's yeah he's an out and out seven, isn't he? Mm. So you've got Warbs, Tips, Watson, 
as the out-and-out sevens. Yeah, and then you've got people like O'Brien, Rob yeah. Shaw, Haskell. So I can't see how we can't we can't take Tipperick because Warburton could could well get an injury. Of course. And so we need... Well, if we don't take tips, we have to take Watson. And I, I tip Tipperick as so many different elements to his game over yeah. Watson, who's just a, a scavenger. And, and he's bags ball. more experience. Yeah. And has a Lions tour under his belt. Good line operator. And line operator. The wider channels. And been in good form. If he's not covering everyone else's workload. So can, can, do, a, <laughs> can do a job at 10. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're saying Tipperick makes that. We made quite a big case there for but him. I don't think you can ignore it. If it's us, no. we're picking that. We're picking Tipperick yeah. all day yeah. long. Yeah. Right then. That's four out of seven. We need to, we need to, should we discount a few? Okay. First off, okay, so we discount Barkley, good player, but yeah, he's not playing. Unfortunately, he'll miss out, won't he? Yeah. Uh, Josh Strauss, I don't even know if he's even going to be fit. Oh, great discount BMP's him. Gone. Uh, Wilson, I don't think is at Lions oh, standard. No. Um, he's lit. I'm, I, I've not been, you know, I think he's wonderful in 2009. I've never been overly sold on him since. Four years ago, I thought he was dire and, and was lucky to tour. Yeah, alone playing the test. Yeah. Again, great going forward. I think he's great with a four. You know, he, he makes some eye-catching runs and some nice offloads. But given the choice of him, Toby, or or Billy Vanapola, he's miles down the list, isn't he? Yeah, or even I'd take Moriarty over him. So it's one I, he's for him, isn't it? Now he's lip. I'd, I'd discard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another one I'm discarding is Rob Shaw. Yeah, Rob Shaw for. Very, very consistent. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. What um, I don't get with Rob Shaw is I think I've always thought he's a, you know, he's a fantastic club player and I always felt he was an underrated international player because everyone was banging on about how he wasn't a seven and they questioned his captaincy and stuff. And now all of a sudden he's had the captaincy taken off him. It's as if he's... It's as if he's Richie McCaw. Like, it's as if everyone's going, oh, God, will Rob Shaw be fit in time for the Lions? I don't think he's anywhere close to the players we've mentioned already. Certainly I, I, not as a seven. I rate and him. I think there's he's, better sixes. I rate him. He's a good player. I do rate him, but as I don't... a six, he he can do a job at seven. Not no no, no. no. nowhere near. He's yeah. He's nothing like Tipperick. Nothing like Warbs. He's nothing but, like. He's nothing like Thomas Young for me. I don't think he's even as good no, as him. I don't think he's as good as Watson at seven. I think he'll be an out. He's he's got a chance though. A chance of going. I think he does. But, but if, if we're picking the side, if we're picking he's the gone. side, yeah. I don't think you'd let. Yeah, you, no. I'm just. You've already you've already scribbled them off. Oh, I've just got my pen hovering <laughs> over it. Look, so okay. he goes. He's gone. So he goes. Uh, sorry, he's in. He doesn't go. He's he's off the list. Um, Haskell. I di- I don't like him. Yeah. Um, as a player, gives away far too many penalties. But if you're looking at a balance, and he's a he's a big big chap, isn't he? Um, I think he does a better job at seven in an emergency than Rob Shaw does. Oh god, I just can't have him being mentioned as, as a seven. But I mean, he's just a bit of a dick, he, isn't he? He he's diff he's different, isn't he? Um, you can't argue with him, athlete. You know, athletic wise, he is definitely he's very strong and he's he's mobile. And I'm just trying to think of people that are, you know, as we given having different like different roles. Yeah, he's. He does many silly things, but when he does do things well, you know he's he's he's, he's not too shabby, is he? So, who, who, I don't know. Should we leave him there for now? And well, on? all right, okay. This is, this is getting difficult, isn't it? All right, yeah. I, I did say I did mention Thomas Young earlier, but he's not going to go. So let's write him off. Yeah. Um, okay, Billy Vanapola. Thomas Young could could because he'll be over there, wouldn't he? Oh, you'd think Come so. Right but God knows. God knows. Um, Vanapola. Yeah, he's going. Billy Vanapola goes, yeah. doesn't he? I yeah. mean, he is. Yeah. Again, the thing with this is, like at the moment, I'd say if I was picking the side, Toby's in pole position for eight. But if Billy goes and has outstanding, to, you know, if he has a blinder against the Maori or something, you look at it and go, okay, if he's putting Toby under pressure, then maybe he can force his way in on form on the tour itself. But he's certainly going. So we're up to five. And that's really with two out and out sevens, two out and out eights, one out and out he's six. Almost, you know, we always talk about form, mm. looking at the number eights. That the battle between those two is one that you, I'd almost be, I'd almost be very very wary about. Even if Billy does go very very well in the early games, mm. picking him over 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 Fanata, I just, I'd be I'd be really wary okay. of picking him over him. Yeah, um, but again, and that goes against everything we've always said. It's about the ultimate form. nice dilemma to have, though, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah, yeah. But either way, he's on he's on that plane. Yeah, he is. All right, so you've got two out and out eights, two out and out sevens, one. 
out and out six in Omani. Really, we've got five here. We've got two. We've got two to go. We've got two to go. There's a lot of names there. What we crossed off Watson, have we? So he's missed out because Tips is in. Um, yeah, yeah, I, Watson. I mean, Warby can cover six, but there's not a lot of cover at seven, as we've already said. The more you look at this. Haskell, one of Haskell or O'Brien has to go, I think. They send Haskell overboard. You're sending him? What, uh, leaving oh, him at home? Yeah. All right. O'Brien goes. It's a little bit fortunate, I think, on the form he's been in. But, he, again, he is an X-Factor player when he plays his best. he's the, he Again, he's the kind of player who could pick up a bit of form in midweek and all of a sudden the, the Kiwis are thinking, oh, God, I hope he doesn't make the test side. Mm. All right. Which leaves... A straight shootout between Ross Moriarty and CJ Stander for the final back row position. I'd, <laughs> I'd obviously want to see Moriarty. Yeah, he just—he's a lovable guy, isn't he? Twenty? How is he? Twenty-two. 22 he looks so know, much yeah. older, isn't he? What a yeah, try as well. Blinder at the weekend. Yeah. Do you know what? That's the thing that for all the Hollywood smash, bang, wallop stuff, he's quick, isn't he? He is. Really, he is really quick. quick. Really dynamic. I mean, Matthew Morgan sort of helped him over the line. He waved him on. Um, yeah, but you knew that was going to happen. The, yeah. moment, the moment he was running up to him. I looked at that and just I looked at that and thought, oh, God, I just hope Morgan can make a tackle here and he didn't even get close. He's stand, stand as another one of those players. Brilliant going forward. He really is, isn't he? Mm. But, I'm not too sure what he does with going backwards. Um, oh, that's a really, really difficult call, isn't it, between Stander and Moriarty? I want to back Moriarty. Works for me. Does it? Yeah, I, you know, like I said, I don't know CJ Stander, but you get the feeling he'd much rather be playing in a green jersey of I South Africa than a. Yeah. Well, I just don't no, I know, know, I know. Do I? I know what you mean. I, um, I don't know, the, the whole thing just doesn't quite sit right with me. I think it was a lovely interview. He interviewed well, didn't he? When he was I haven't talking. seen this actually, yeah, so maybe was, I'm being. You heard about it? Yeah, he just he, he interviewed well, talking about, you know, how, how proud he is to play for to play for Ireland mm. and you know he's learnt he's learnt about the history and learnt the anthem and all those things but again it's you're learning things do you know what I'm, I'm, I'm probably being overly harsh here so um, I mean look, if his if his heart's in it and he's monster through and through and whatnot, then then that that shouldn't come into the equation I'm possibly saying Moriarty and we're probably saying Moriarty because we're Welsh I think people would be bit, there'd be a, a big a, bit, a lot of uproar if, if Standard doesn't go well, uh, all right then. Is it? So then maybe does. But again, I don't think you could O'Brien. take. I don't think you could not take O'Brien just because you've got two out and out sevens. Billy can't play seven. Toby can't play seven. Omani at a push could play seven. Moriarty can't play seven. You've got plenty of six. You know, you've then got plenty of sixes. And in. as we've said, O'Brien. But he could. He could certainly play yeah, midweek seven. Yeah. Um, he has played Test seven enough. I wouldn't be worried about him playing seven in a midweek game. That's at where all. that's where Rob Shaw, you see again, he creeps, you know, he creeps up on the inside lane. I would rather he... have O'Brien playing seven than Rob Shaw. Hundred percent. Could Rob Shaw creep in over no, O'Brien? No, Rob Shaw is not getting in the and side. Standers in there. I, oh, God, I mean, like these these two players are so hard to split, Stander and Moriarty, because they're both having outstanding seasons. Both, both real eye-catching players. Both can play eight. Both can play eight. Both can, both play, can six. play six. Yeah. And they're both playing really well. We've got to pick Moriarty because he's Welsh. Right, but cool. is that is that a good enough reason? Well, for this show, it is, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough. Right, he's in. He's in That's it. God, I mean, well, that, the end of it. Race the end. Of the but it was. But that was the toughest call of all. I think. Yeah. I mean, look, that back row is absurd. But we could e- we could easily. We could start again, go back over the back row, have, 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 a, have a couple of tweaks. Same with the second row. I looked at the second row and I honestly think, right, if you looked at the players we crossed out, so we've picked five. If you had Richie Gray, Charteris, Henderson, Ryan, and Laws as your five, you wouldn't be that. You wouldn't be that despondent, isn't it? The coaches, they're going to have, they're going to have some sleepless nights on the, on the, on those. They are right. Should we recap this side then, just to just to finish off? Yeah. So. Looseheads, Luke McGrath, Mako Vinopola, Joe Marler. Tightheads, Ty Furlong, Carl Sinclair, Dan Cole. Hookers, Ken Owens, Jamie George, Rory Best. Second rows, Alan Wynne-Jones, Mario Todje. 
Told you. <laughs> Joe Launchbury, George Cruz, Johnny Gray, Back Rose, Sam Walton, Captain, Justin Tipperick, Sean O'Brien, Peter O'Mahony, Billy Vanapola, Toby Falatau, Ross Moriarty. Happy with that yeah. as a pack? What a, what a squad. Oh, I'd love to, yeah. I'd love to, um, I'd love to see that as a squad, actually. I'd, I'd be more than happy with that. Yeah. Right. God, it's getting exciting. It is getting exciting, and we'll Feel be it. we'll be continuing that excitement Come next on, week Lions. with uh, as we look at, as we look to the backs, <laughs> which is where you know which is where my real expertise come in. Yeah, you were a uh, a big fast flowing winger. Uh, I really wasn't. I was um, I wasn't a fast flowing second row, but I did like to spend a lot of time in the outside a channels. Horse, mate. I, I, I surprisingly good hands for a did you? for a lug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Because I'm a goalkeeper as well, you see. Oh, right. I didn't, so, know, yeah. I didn't know that. I know. So my hands aren't never bad. Never south of you. Big Nev, yeah. Very much like a like a big Nev. Yeah. Not quite in his latter years. You look a bit like him, I actually. don't look like Big Nev. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll look forward to uh, to looking through the backs. And thanks to everyone who got in touch with us too. So um, yeah, as you said, um, Hayden got in touch with us. Matt Reed, who's a, a regular listener. We had... Um, Brad Haywood got in touch too. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else. Uh, Craig Muncy too also um, also got in touch with us. Yeah, a few um, a few people from his team that um, that didn't make it into ours. But yeah, appreciate that. And uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of the uh, ahead of the backs next week. As always, drops a line at Attacking Scrum Facebook. Just search for Attacking Scrum. And uh, yeah, we're doing a little bit more on Instagram now too. So um, so have a look for us on there. And yeah, let's know um, let's know who would make your backs. And uh, part two coming up soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.